This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this July 26th, 2022. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Mattawa. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, 102 year old World War II veteran from segregated male unit honored. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Rebecca Law will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and the current temperature outside is a cloudy 76 degrees. And now on to our top story. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris says Indiana's proposed abortion ban reflects a health care crisis in the United States. She met yesterday with Democratic state legislators on the first day of a contagious special legislative session in Indiana. Harris traveled to Indianapolis as several thousand people on both sides of the issue filled state house corridors and lined sidewalks surrounding the building. Indiana's Republican Senate leaders last week proposed banning abortions with limited exceptions in cases of rape, incest, and to protect the life of the mother. 
Indiana is one of the fir- very is one of the first Republican-run states to debate tighter abortion laws following the U.S. Supreme Court decision last month overturning Roe v. Wade. 102-year-old woman is being honored for her service with an all-female, all-black military unit that got mailed to U.S. troops in Europe during World War II. Rome Davis will be recognized for her service during an event in our home of Montgomery, Alabama today. The honor follows President Joe Biden's decision in March to sign a bill authorizing the Congressional Gold Medal for her unit, the 6,888th Central Postal Directory Battalion. The U.S. military was still segregated by race during the war. The unit went to Europe to clear out massive amounts of mail that had accumulated in warehouses. Their model was, quote, no mail, low morale, unquote. The temperatures in Portland, Oregon, could top 100 degrees Fahrenheit today amid the hottest stretch of a week-long heat wave in the Pacific Northwest region that rarely experiences such scorching weather. Forecasters have issued an excessive heat warning for parts of Oregon and Washington. Highs in Seattle could hit the 90s, and temperatures in eastern Oregon and Washington could close in on 110 degrees Fahrenheit. Interior regions of northwestern U.S. states often get high temperatures, but the hot blasts don't happen as frequently in Portland and Seattle. City officials in Portland are opening cooling centers and public buildings and installing misting stations in parks. Seven Manly Sea Eagles players have withdrawn from a National Rugby League match in Australia because they're unwilling to wear an inclusive jersey. The jersey has rainbow stripes and a rainbow collar to support LGBTQ inclusion in sports. The club plans to use it for a game against the Sydney Roosters on Thursday. Sea Eagles coach Des Hassler says that seven players have advised club officials that wearing the so-called pride jerseys conflicts with their cultural and religious beliefs. Hassler says he's accepted the players' decision and apologized for the club's lack of consultation in advance. Former Manly forward Ian Roberts in the 1990s was the first high-profile rugby league player to come out as gay. Former President Donald Trump is returning to Washington today for the first time since leaving office. He's delivering a speech hours after former Vice President Mike Pence, a potential 2024 rival, called on the party to stop looking backward. Trump's appearance in Washington, his first trip back since January 20, 2021, when President Joe Biden was sworn into office, comes as his potential 2024 rivals have been increasingly willing to challenge him directly. They include Pence, who this morning delivered his own speech outlining his freedom agenda, not far from where Trump was to speak before an allied think tank that has been crafting an agenda for a possible second term. Coming up next, medical helicopter crashes while en route to fatal accidents. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Center 88 returns right after this. Have a good day at work, honey. Remember, Billy has his first baseball game today. I'll be there. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Hey, Mike, watch out for vehicles today because we weren't able to close off all traffic for the stretch of road we're resurfacing today. Tis the season for roadway construction, and according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, on average, negligent drivers cause 115 fatal occupational injuries at road construction sites per year. So, when you come across the orange cones and flashing lights, remember to slow down. Let's make certain our construction workers get home safe so Mike can catch Billy's first baseball game. Hey, Dad, you made it, you made it, you made it. Keep your eye on the ball. 
This safe driving message has been brought to you by your friends at WMUL-FM. Does searching for good music on the radio feel like a wild goose chase? Hey, goose! <coughs> hey, come back here! <coughs> Don't you get away from me! Aha! Gotcha! Ow! Well, your chase is over. Because throughout the week, WMUL plays many genres of music. From hip-hop to jazz to many flavors of alternative, WMUL has just what you're looking for. So don't be like this guy. Stop it, Goose! Tune in to 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Haley Manon. And I'm Nick Madawa. Some services of the West Virginia Division of Motor Vehicles are still offline. It's not known when repairs to the system mainframe will be complete. The Department of Transportation says customers should visit the DMD website for up-to-date alerts before they visit a regional office or try the online portal. The department said yesterday that the Office of Technology is working on the outage with assistance from third-party vendors who are working around the clock. The outage was first reported on Wednesday. Lawmakers in West Virginia's Republican majority are hurrying to advance legislation that would ban abortion in the state with few exceptions. The bill bars abortion in almost all cases and makes performing the procedure a felony. Physicians who provide abortions can face three to ten years in prison. The bill passed through the House Health Committee and will now go on to judiciary. Lawmakers were scheduled to convene for a special session called by Governor Jim Justice to consider a plan to reduce the state's income tax. Just as lawyers were gaveling in, Justice abruptly added state abortion law to the agenda. Authorities say a medical helicopter responding to the scene of a fatal accident in southwestern Ohio crashed when it hit power lines. The three crew members aboard the aircraft were able to safely exit and were not seriously injured. The CareFlight helicopter was approaching the scene of a two-vehicle accident that occurred around 4.15 a.m. today in Milford Township when it crashed into power lines and went down. The cause of the crash will be investigated. Authorities say one person was killed in the vehicle accident and three others were injured. The cause of the accident remains under investigation. Officials say three people were killed in a wrong-way crash on Interstate 75 in southern Kentucky. The Laurel County Sheriff's Office said in a statement that the crash happened late yesterday in the southbound lanes near Exit 38. The London Police Department said in a Facebook post that the crash was caused by a wrong-way driver headed north in a pickup truck that slammed head-on into a vehicle heading south. Police say all three of the occupants in the southbound vehicle were killed. The driver of the pickup was taken to a hospital. No further information was immediately released. Officials say funding is available to help boost the Kentucky tourism industry, which saw a decline in visitors with the coronavirus pandemic. Governor Andy Bashir's office said yesterday in a statement that the state will allocate $75 million over the next several weeks to help eligible tourism organizations that apply and show the impact of the virus. The funding comes from the American Rescue Plan Act. Officials said $25 million will go to, uh, go to local tourism commissions to market their communities. $25 million will be used to attract conventions and meetings. $15 million will go towards statewide marketing. And $10 million will be available for multi-county collaborations. Coming up next, grim news from Walmart sends U.S. markets tumbling. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us.
Does showing up for work at a ballpark or an arena sound good to you? A Marshall University sports journalism degree can get you there. Sports journalism in Marshall is important. It's serious and it's big business. Sports media and communications careers are some of the most competitive and marketable worldwide in a multi-billion dollar industry. We'll prepare you to think critically, report accurately, and artfully tell the stories on and off the field or court. If this sounds like you, the Marshall School of Journalism is ready and eager to start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu slash SOJMC. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back, everyone, to Lexington, Kentucky. It is still survive in advance time. Welcome back in to Fifth Third Arena, Cincinnati, Ohio. The Marshall Thundering Herd lead the 24th ranked team in the country, the Cincinnati Bearcats, back here at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Marshall sports journalism graduates learn transferable skills that score competitive careers. It's time for you to get in the game. Critical thinking, communication, and commitment to accuracy are desired skills in an expanding job market. Sports journalism and sports communication careers are some of the most coveted positions in the country. The Marshall University School of Journalism and Mass Communications is ready and eager to help you start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu sojmc. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Haley Manham. And I'm Nick Mattawa. Four New York City jail guards have been indicted for failing to intervene in an inmate suicide attempt until it was too late to save the teenager from serious brain damage. Bronx District Attorney Darcel Clark says the correctional captain and three correctional officers waited nearly eight minutes before providing any assistance to 18-year-old Nicholas Valenciano at the Rikers Island Jail Complex. The guards were arraigned yesterday on charges of first and second-degree reckless endangerment and official misconduct. The head of the Corrections Officers Benevolent Association says the union will defend the officers vigorously. Flenciono has been in the hospital brain injury unit since the suicide attempt. Record rainfall has caused widespread flash flooding across the St. Louis area closing multiple roadways and prompting rescues from vehicles and homes. There were no immediate reports today of injuries to people, but several puppies drowned when water got into a building at a stray dog rescue operation in St. Peter's. The National Weather Service says some parts of the region received 11 inches of rain overnight. The Weather Service says St. Louis recorded more than 8 inches of rainfall, surpassing the record of 6.85 inches from August 20, 1915. The St. Louis Fire Department has been busy responding to rescues of people stranded in vehicles and houses. A stretch of Interstate 70 was flooded and closed in the St. Louis area. Stocks are being dragged lower today after a warning from corporate giant Walmart that inflation is negatively impacting American consumers' spending power. The S&P 500 index was down 0.9%, the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 0.4%, and the Nasdaq Composite was down noticeably more falling 1.4%. Walmart shares dropped nearly 9% after the retail giant cut its profit outlook the second quarter and the full year, saying the rising prices on food and gas are forcing shoppers to cut back on discretionary items, particularly clothing that carry higher profit margins. The port of Savannah saw record-breaking cargo volumes in the past fiscal year amid a surge in imports and West Coast backlogs that prompted shippers to reroute goods to the East Coast. 
The Georgia Ports Authority said today that it docks in Savannah handled nearly 5.8 million container units of imports and exports in the fiscal year that ended June 30th. That's an increase of 8% from a year ago, when Savannah exceeded 5 million container units for the first time. The executive director of Georgia's ports said the growth has been, quote, stunning, unquote. Savannah is scrambling to keep up with demand, with roughly 40 ships waiting offshore today. A prosecutor says that a commercial truck driver charged in the deaths of 2019 of seven members of Marine Motorcycle Club told police he caused the crash and wasn't looking. While his lawyer said it was the fault of the lead biker who looked over his shoulder at his fellow riders moments beforehand, the prosecutor said today that 26-year-old Vladimir Zaluski had taken heroin, fentanyl, and cocaine on June 21, 2019, and, quote, weaved back and forth repeatedly, unquote, before the head-on crash along U.S. Route 2 in Randolph, New Hampshire. Zaluski's lawyer said the lead biker was drunk and came into contact with Zaluski's truck first. Zaluski's pleaded not guilty to negligent homicide, manslaughter, driving under the influence, and reckless conduct. Coming up next, Build-A-Boost semiconductor industry passes key Senate test. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. seeing this yes it seems like some sort of there's someone here what it sounds like alternative and hip-hop and jazz and blues is that award-winning news of sports gee wilkers batman what's going on it's it's green it's white it's wwl 88.1 saving the world from bad radio and where's harvey dent Mr. Detweiler, we're all finished. Mm, what? Your knee replacement went great, and it's all because of you. What did I do? You were captain of Team Detweiler. You told us everything. Medical history, allergies. You asked us tons of questions. Huh. I guess I did kind of run the whole operation, didn't I? We couldn't have done it without you. Patient safety. It takes a team. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons with more tips at orthoinfo.org slash patient safety. Golly, there's nothing to do. Wally is at baseball practice. Jane has her piano lesson. It's Friday afternoon and Timmy's having a little trouble with boredom. You know, Timmy, the best way to beat boredom is join an after-school program. Nice try. Take Sue to the malt shop? Not quite. Well, what is it? Listening to WMUL, of course. Why didn't I think of that? 88.1, right? You're catching on. Boredom will be a thing of the past once you listen to 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Haley Manum. And I'm Nick Madawa. The U.S. economy is caught in an awkward, painful place. A confusing one, too. Growth appears to be sputtering. Home sales are tumbling and economists warn of a potential recession ahead. But consumers keep spending. Businesses keep posting profits, and the economy keeps adding hundreds of thousands of jobs each month. In the midst of it all, prices have accelerated to four-decade highs, and the Federal Reserve is desperately trying to douse the inflationary flames with higher interest rates. That's making borrowing more expensive for households and businesses. The Fed hopes to pull off the triple axle of central banking, slow the economy just enough to curb inflation without causing a recession. 
Russia's space chief says the country will opt out of the International Space Station after 2024 and focus on building its own orbiting outpost. Yuri Borisov, who was appointed earlier this month to lead the state-controlled space corporation, Roscosmos, said during today's meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin that Russia will fulfill its obligations to other partners at the International Space Station before it leaves the project. Borisov said that, quote, the decision to leave the station after 2024 has been made, unquote. The statement reaffirmed previous declarations by Russian space officials. It comes amid soaring tensions between Russia and the West over the Kremlin's military action in Ukraine. By one definition, the U.S. economy is on the cusp of a recession. Yet that definition isn't the one that counts. On Thursday, when the government estimates the growth, gross domestic product for the April-June period, some economists think it may show the economy shrank for a second straight quarter. That would meet a long-standing assumption for when a recession has begun. But economists say that wouldn't mean that a recession had begun. During those same six months when the economy might have contracted, businesses and other employers added a prejudice 2.7 million jobs, more than were gained in most entire years before the pandemic. The Senate has advanced a $280 billion bill designed to boost the U.S. semiconductor industry and to accelerate high-tech research that backers say will be critical to the economy in future decades. The Senate needed 60 votes to advance the bill, and the vote was 64-32. The legislation is now on a glide path to final passage in the Senate later this week. The House is also expected to take up the package this week. The White House has led support for the bill, along with industry leaders who say government subsidies are necessary to compete with other nations that are spending billions of dollars to lure semiconductor manufacturers. President Joe Biden wants to convince a skeptical public that the U.S. is not, in fact, heading into a recession. He's sending that message in the lead-up to the release of a key report on the economy's overall health. The Commerce Department on Thursday will release new gross domestic product figures. Top forecasts are predicting that the figure will be negative for the second straight quarter, an informal signal that the country is stuck in a downturn. The Biden administration is preemptively telling voters not to judge the economy by GDP or inflation alone. Republicans see political chum in the water. They suggest that the GDP report will show an economy in collapse. And coming up, Rebecca Law will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and updates on the Russian-Ukraine war. Stay with us. We are war veterans. And firefighters. Mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters. And kids at play. Each of us has experienced unimaginable pain, had countless surgeries and skin grafts. And emerged stronger. We are burn survivors. If you're one of us, please know you're not alone. There's an army of friends waiting to help you recover, renew, and return. Please support the Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors and help someone rise again. Visit phoenix-society.org for more information. Hmm, really dragging. I think I'm going to try some of those energy shots everybody's talking about. How about trying WMUL energy instead? WMUL energy? What's that? Only the best energy you can get. What flavors does it have? It comes in seven exciting flavors. Bluesberry, Jazz Pizzazz, Absolute Alternative, Resilient Rock, Ultimate Urban, Rejuvenating Gospel, and Moxie Mornings. Available everywhere WMUL-FM's energy may be heard.
Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, it is a cloudy 76 degrees. Today, the high is 78 and the low is 71 degrees. The humidity has been high all day, and this evening, the humidity index reaches up to 97%. Light rain has been sprinkling intermittently all afternoon. This will continue into the evening with a 67% chance of scattered thunderstorms as well. Overnight, there is potential for torrential downpour at times. Tomorrow, we will have a high of 81 and a low of 72 degrees. Tomorrow calls for thunderstorms all day and likely into the evening, with the potential for heavy rainfall in the afternoon and strong gusty winds in the evening. On Thursday, the high will be 83 and the low will be 70 degrees. In the afternoon, scattered thunderstorms and showers will happen with a potential for heavy rainfall. Into Thursday evening, the rain will likely decrease. However, there will be variable clouds and scattered thunderstorms. Today's weather word of the day is Santa Ana winds. The Santa Ana winds are a persistent wind that blows from east to west across Southern California. The most common time of year to see Santa Ana winds is from September to May. During this time of year, a high-pressure system periodically sets up over Nevada. Thanks, Rebecca. Now on to Russia and Ukraine news. Russia has targeted Ukraine's Black Sea regions of Odessa and Malakova with airstrikes despite a deal that was supposed to allow grain shipments from ports to resume. Ukraine's military said the Kremlin's forces used air-launched missiles in today's attack. It says private buildings in coastal Odessa region villages were hit and caught fire. In the Molokov region, post infrastructure was targeted. Hours after the renewed strikes on the south, a Moscow-installed official in southern Ukraine said the Odessa and Malkolov regions will soon be, quote, liberated, unquote, by Russian forces just like the occupied Kherson region further east. The founder of a medical nonprofit organization drives all over Ukraine's Donetsk region to deliver first aid kits, equipment, and training to soldiers and paramedics near the front lines of Russia's war in Ukraine. A helmet and a protective vest aren't part of her uniform, but high heels and dresses are as she visits uh, Ukrainian field positions and hospitals. Natalia Varakova is a civilian and a volunteer and is in and looking like no one, like one, is important to her, even in a combat zone. Voronkova has spent more than eight years providing emergency medical training and supplies for Ukrainian forces. She says Russia's invasion of Ukraine in late February has created exponentially more need and challenges. Europe is in an energy crisis, and it means countries will struggle to keep homes warm and industry humming this winter. That's because Russia has slashed Europe's flows of natural gas used to power factories, generate electricity, and heat homes in the winter. Moscow says deliveries through a major pipeline to Germany, Nord Stream 1, will drop 20% of capacity this week, blaming technical reasons. European leaders are now bracing for the possibility of a complete cutoff, saying Russia President Vladimir Putin is using energy for political leverage in his confrontation with the West over the war in Ukraine. The European Union has agreed to ration gas. European Union governments have agreed to ration natural gas this winter to protect against further supply cuts by Russia as it pursues its invasion of Ukraine. 
EU energy ministers today approved a draft law intended to lower demand for gas by 15 percent from August through March. The legislation entails voluntary national steps to reduce gas consumption and, if they yield insufficient savings, a trigger for mandatory actions in the 27-member bloc. Russian energy corporation Gazprom Energy has said it will cut gas flows through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to Germany to 20% of capacity starting tomorrow. Russian officials said EU sanctions on Russia over the war had complicated needed repairs. Coming up next, Florida Man versus the Florida Sheriff. Stay tuned. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride. You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back inside the Xfinity Center here in College Park, Maryland. Happy to have you with us on this Black Friday. Welcome back inside Little John Coliseum. 4.48 to go in the first quarter. Welcome back to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Welcome inside the Cole Center, everyone. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. I missed a mortgage payment, but now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds. With Sam, I can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. And finally today on News Center 88, if you're going to crash a small plane into the ocean, it would be a big break if you did so with a lifeguard nearby. For a pilot whose small plane went down on Huntington Beach, California, it was a huge break because it crashed where a whole bunch of lifeguards were near. The plane crashed during a lifeguard competition and a bunch of teens taking part in the event ran to help. They were told to hang back while pro-lifeguards paddled out to the single-engine Piper Cub. The pilot was able to get out of the wreckage by the time help arrived and was taken to a hospital with bumps and bruises, only as a precaution. Over the years, you have heard more than a few stories about Florida Man doing, you know, Florida Man things. Now there may be some competition in the form of Florida Man Sheriff. There are 67 sheriffs in the state, and occasionally one makes it into the spotlight. For example, one recently urged residents to learn to shoot more accurately at suspected home invaders. Another broadcasts a regularly Wheel of Fugitives show. Then there is Grady Judd of Polk County. He uses a folksy southern drawl to announce arrests for drug dealers, prostitution rings, gangs, and human traffickers. Kendrick Lamar, Little Nas X, and Jack Harlow are top contenders with seven nominations at the 2022 MTV Video Music Awards. MTV announced today that Lil Nas X and Harlow earned multiple nominations for their collaborative hit, Industry Baby, which is nominated for Video of the Year. Both performers, along with Drake, Bad Bunny, 
Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, and Lizzo will compete for Artist of the Year. Lamar is nominated for the first time since 2018. Doja Cat and Harry Styles received the second most nominations with six. The VMAs will take place August 28th at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nick Madawa, Mike Stanley, Rebecca Law, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Haley Manon, and your thought of the day is, light travels faster than sound. This is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak. Alan Dundas.